Gabin Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. what we want and we don't care Gavin girl time Gavin girl time Gavin girl time bing. <laughs> I love the bing you love the bing I love the bing hi welcome to Gavin girl time I am one of your hosts Bruce tonsils who is the uh, cucumber melon to my jeanette <laughs> And I, I am Gail Grantham. And Gail is the Tawny Katane to my Jaguar. Hi, Gail. Hey. How are you? I'm doing great. How is the things with you, honey? How are things? I'm I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to be launching our podcast together. I'm so excited. People have asked me about this podcast. I'm very excited. This is our inaugural, our first <laughs> podcast, if you will, that we are doing together and people have asked me about it and what makes us, why do we think we qualify to <laughs> have a podcast? Why do you think podcast? that we can get on a microphone and spout out opinions? Well, when I met you, it was like serendipity. Our life journey and our paths crossed <laughs> for a reason. And what's great is through talking to you, having Gabin Girl time, we have learned that we have a lot of things in common, a lot of life shared experiences, and we thought it would be a great idea. It's like, oh, I know somebody who's got some equipment. <laughs> I bet you do. And might know them biblically. You don't know. You don't know me. But you should. <laughs> so combined with our superpowers of narcissism and our gift of gab, we figured that it might be interesting to explore our opinions uh a lot of our experiences with alternative lifestyles and we're hoping that in doing that that we will be able to educate enlighten and entertain our listeners along the way yes and i would like to say that we welcome everybody to listen we are inclusive (laughs) but we're an exclusive group Yes, because we're really catering to women of a certain age, like us. All it, women, it, yeah. really. All women. Mm-hmm. But but I really like to I really like to dive into my age group, which is that thirty five to fifty five age group, right in there. We've figured out who we are, and now we don't care. <laughs> True. So we're loud and proud, and we're going to make you as uncomfortable as we possibly can. Yes! That age group. <laughs> we're going to make our own red hat society. We're just going to be brooch lady society. We're all going to wear brooches, and you're going to see us, and you're going to know. Ooh, they could be the little BDSM symbol. Sure. Let's make well, a brooch. It could be. Okay. I am We're making brooch brooches. lady age. <laughs> Why not? It's crafty. That also happens. <laughs> they make you choose. You don't know that yet, though. You'll learn. You'll learn. 
That's on. That's part of our Venn diagram of who we are. So, well, I am Bruce Tonsils. Um, you also know me as Bridie von Beaverhausen in the burlesque community and Colin Boutte in the drag community. Um, normally on this podcast, though, I'm gonna be just Jen. Just Jen. Just Jen. Just Jen. Jen has more initials than the LBGTQ community. <laughs> like, literally, I thought, oh, you know, that'll be cute. I'll call her by the initials. I have, I have a child that I only named initials, so why not? But it comes out J-B-T-C-B-V-B. Wow. I know. You actually sound like you should have, like, a speaker. <laughs> <laughs> like a Marshall. What kind of amps do you use? I use a JBTCBVB. <laughs> just personas. They're just personas. All the little personas in my head. That's all right, though. Yeah. At least you've named them. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mine don't have names. So, Gail, I don't know about you, but I started to have these, you know, kind of weird feelings of... I liked restraint uh, at a very young age. I remember I used to tie myself up in the closet. Um, We come from a very sex positive home. So we had a lot of sexual reading material in our house. Uh, Penthouse Forum Mm -hmm. comes to mind. And uh, I was an avid reader and all that. Read a lot of nursing manuals as well, uh, talking about rape and sexual non-consent and all that just fascinated me but being such a young age I didn't know what to do with it I didn't know who to tell so you just didn't say anything well did it make you tingly when you read the <gasps> yes, stuff yes it Is made that me very tingly that you yes. got the tingles down there yes I understand and I never got any other th- nothing nothing else made that thing tingle and y'all know what we're talking about when we say tingle, other than than what I just described there. So go through high school, have lots of boyfriends because I have apparent daddy issues, looking for that one who could tame me. Nobody could. Um, I suppressed it during most of my adult life. I had two failed marriages. And after the after the second one, and raising three children, I just decided that I was going to do what I wanted to do. You know, life is short. You got to get it in while you can. And I was going to pursue the life that I wanted to live. So I started going to munches and socials within the BDSM community. Found my daddy Dom, who I am completely enamored with, totally in love. Uh, We've been together for eight years. And we've been married for three. And right now I'm just I'm trucking along. Um, I think in the BDSM lifestyle, you're always evolving. Mm-hmm. You're always searching for uh, the things that you like, uh, crossing off the things that you don't like. And for me, it's it's just it's given me it's given me confidence. It's given me a purpose because I do love to serve. I do have a submissive heart. Um, yeah, and I just, I love everything about it. And I love talking about it even more. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so I'm going to get a lot out of this podcast. 
There you go. Just by talking about it. That's super cool. There, there um, was, is it time for me to share? It is time for you to share. I'm trying to do better. We have a safe word, by the way. (laughs) If you hear me say, bitch, please, that means that Gail has either A, gone off the rails, or B, has just talked for way too long. Yeah, I over talk. I'm an over sharer. So I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, give my partner the respect that she deserves, <laughs> and that it's not it's Gab and Girl time, not Gab and Gale time. <gasps> Although that's my Instagram. That's the name of your Instagram. <laughs> it oh. is. So I am Gail Grantham, Gigi. Uh, I um first would like to say that. As far as this podcast goes, I would like, I know that there's going to be a very diverse group of people who first listen because both of us are, um, I, I at one time like to say my midlife crisis and then my kid looked at me and was like, really mom, midlife? <laughs> you think you're really going to make it that far? And okay, fine. Probably a little over midlife, but um we both have a very um, broad, broad, eclectic life experience uh, group of friends. Yes. And I have a very broad group of friends. And the thing is, because I am in zero position to judge anyone. I, and because I love freedom, that is all I've ever wanted my whole entire life. Whether people look at that as you can only get it financially or you can only get it from a state of mind or being. I've always wanted to be free. And so, for my personal opinion, I would like to just make the quote by Aristotle that says, you know, it is the mark of an educated person or an educated mind to be able to uh, entertain a thought and not accept it. That means I can listen to many different people's opinions and ideas and their belief system and and empathize and empathize correct sometimes sympathize i sympathize Mm -hmm. easier than empathize sometimes Mm -hmm. i don't know their life experience but i'm not gonna negate it because it doesn't agree or coincide with mine you know with my thoughts uh i am able to listen to outlandish ideas or things that i viscerally object to however I am not in a position, nor do I want to stifle that voice. So right away about me, you know, I'm not a fan of let's cancel everything and everyone. And I think that you should have your opinion. I'm not going to not be your friend if you like whoever I don't like. Just saying. Not yeah. going to happen. So I have a very diverse group of friends. And my Venn diagram is a little weirder than uh, Braddy's. I have had the same feelings uh that jen has had growing up maybe in different ways but i was around the same age uh that uh sex or that i felt tingly or whatever um i became a woman quote unquote and started menstruating at nine so i was in like fourth grade so sorry so my hormones were out of whack and probably a little more um you know, I think that that has a lot to do when people start discovering sexuality and all that, because your body is mm-hmm. saying, hey, I am ready to have children 
even if mentally you are not ready to do anything like that. So I think that I had sexual feelings very early, but um, again, through reading or, or literature, and my parents at the time worked for a printing company that had a a lot of, they printed a lot of pornography or a lot of uh, magazines like Playboy, Penthouse, um, uh, I think even Hustler for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, until just recently, and uh, I think the plant closed, but they even up until recently uh, published like Flex Magazine, just so that you can see kind of a difference. And there were a lot of cartoons and a lot of cartoon books. And then a lot of books that look like Harlequin romances, but they were not Harlequin <laughs> romances, which surprised me about all of the people that bought Fifty Shades of Grey or, you know, that paid money for that book. Um, by the way, if you did pay money for that book the and the movie or either or, you're not going to have a problem with our podcast. Just saying some of you. Not might. at all. However, I'm, you know, my Venn diagram and my diverse people because uh, where um, Braddy talks about being in um, that she's a burlesque dancer and a baker and a candlestick maker. I, you know, I'm in currently in the BDSM lifestyle. Um, I'm a stand up comedian. I'm a burner, which is also a whole nother lifestyle we'll talk about at another time. Um, I'm a hairstylist. And also, I identify as a Christian, which really <laughs> throws a lot of stuff in here. But, you know, um, the marriage bed is undefiled, you know, although I am I'm living in sin now. But that's a whole nother thing we can go into. That's other debates. My faith has nothing to do with my lifestyle. I don't feel although there are correlations. I think that there's a lot of people that are not vanilla that mm-hmm. are. That are um, that live in a power dynamic, and they don't even realize that yeah. they're in a power dynamic because they identify as I'm strictly Christian or I'm this, that, and the other. So, though I would say your relationship with God is probably the ultimate power dynamic. Absolutely, I am His servant. I am submissive yeah. to Him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, it, it makes a difference. So therefore, uh, there are some uh, aspects in the community that I don't necessarily participate in that, you know, so I wonder things for myself, which we can explore as we do- delve. Am I really into the lifestyle or am I a kinkster? Yeah, that's a that's a question that could do we could do a whole podcast yeah. about. Yeah. So there are there are definitely. You know, and the thing is, is that there are going to be some people who have turned into tuned in to this very first episode that are going to be totally floored. <laughs> Please still be our friend with any of those aspects of who I am as a person. And I'm curious. And and anytime you have questions or if you'd like to give us feedback, we would love it if you would write us or message us on our Facebook or yeah, we're on Facebook under Gab and Girl Time. Uh, we have a Twitter also, under the same name, Gab and Girl Time. We should probably start tweeting. We probably should. And, uh, of course, our email is gabandgirltime at gmail.com. Perfect. 
Yeah, so send us a letter or a text or a message or a snap or whatever. A question. Yeah, if you have questions about this or, you know, we're this is our first step in this journey and we welcome you. But I, being an entertainer and having a service-related business or being in a service-related business, I do find that I do care about what people think, you know, to some extent. Not that much because yeah. I'm a certain age or whatever, but I get how you are. However, does finding out these things change your perception of me? That's an excellent question. And should it? And does it say more about me or does it really speak about you? Yeah. I always look at it as... Um, I... I don't deny who I am at all. If you come up and ask me, hey, uh, I thought I saw your picture online somewhere. Are you doing freaky stuff? Are you in some kind of lifestyle? I go, yeah, which picture did you see? Wasn't it beautiful? Wasn't it awesome? I don't deny it at all, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily broadcast what I do to. Now, a lot of my friends know what I do Mm -hmm. and still support me. And they get, and they support me from afar, and that's okay too. Or yes. they could they could totally not agree with what I'm doing, as you had said before, not accepting. You know, I don't. I respect your opinion. I don't have to accept it though. Correct. I don't. Yeah. Just because I hang, you know, we could go shopping together and never talk about sexuality. Never. You know, I have tons of friends who are not Christian in any way, shape, or form we don't have to talk about Jesus, you know, for them to be my friend. You know what I mean? Um, If they ask me and I tell them, but I'm just as interested. Are you Muslim? Even if you're a Satanist, I want to know what that's about. You know, I mean, how do you see this or whatever? It doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, just throw you away. I don't believe people are disposable unless like they want that. You know, like if that's if that's what they want, then okay. But I mean, you know, so just for me, you don't have to be a certain whatever. But when you were telling your story um, uh, and we talked about work, Mm -hmm. the thing is, we record a couple of these, so I don't know. You don't know where you are right no, now. No, no, I know where I am, but I don't know if we discussed this just a minute ago about your work or if it was no, a few we did episodes not. back. We did not. Because one of the questions we had explored was before she felt comfortable to be open, our Venn diagram. Did we talk mm-hmm. about your Venn diagram? We did not talk about my Venn diagram. I think diagram. we need to go back to that, actually. My Venn diagram is... Um, is BDSM. I am, I hate to say leader, but I really don't know what else to call it. I'm not so much submerged in the community right now just because of life and grandchildren. And um, COVID. And COVID, yeah. Oh, I forgot all about that. Ugh. Ugh. So that's a thing. Yeah. But um, I have been in the lifestyle in this community longer than most people in it, over 10 years now. Yeah, I feel like you're the expert in this podcast when it comes to the community and BD. I like to bow to you as the queen in that. Oh, and that isn't that isn't easy, you know. I mean, until I meet somebody in the hierarchy that's 
that knows more up there ahead of you uh, you know outside of someone with a phd getting a doctorate in this you know you know i'd like to look that up it, does anybody have a doctorate in bdsm studies i don't know how interesting we're gonna have to check that out <laughs> right but i have my bdsm community and then i have my burlesque community uh, which started back in 2015 and then I have my drag community, which kind of, it goes into burlesque as far as performance. It's another go, performance. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's a different, different, it's a different community. A, yes, completely different. And then uh, there's also theater, which really I'm talking mostly about the Rocky Horror Picture Show shadow cast that we do, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole nother Still little theater. community mm-hmm. in there. And, uh, and I am agnostic, spiritual, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I do believe that there's something more than just me, you know. Ideally, I would go to the church of Don't Nobody Know for sure. (laughs) But we don't have one of those. (laughs) So that's why I kind of, you know, I, there are people out there who are atheists. I am friends with many of them. But... That seems like a total, uh, I know this for sure kind of deal. I know that there is no God. Whereas agnostic, we're just like, dude, we don't know. Yeah. But I want to live my life caring for people and doing the teachings that Jesus has taught me. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. What's it going to hurt? I would like to rebrand myself like i don't want to identify as a christian mm-hmm. i would like i mean for me personally i do because i follow jesus and that's to me is why you say christian but i think christian has gotten a super bad rap and i think if you can rebrand everything else politically and <laughs> spiritually and all that i might as well because i think jesus was cool he was a feminist you know he cared about people he, you know, he raised people up. Yeah, he wasn't into money. Yeah, money was not a motivator for mm. him at all. Money and riches. It was, well, yeah, you should enrich your heart. Everything else came after. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like wanting knowledge or, you know, did you ever play the three wish game when you were younger? You know, you get a genie, you get three wishes. What are those wishes? What are the wishes? What are your wishes? My wishes. I mean, I know what I know what you're talking about. Right. I've, I've seen Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you're young, most of the time everybody would re- wish for like my three wishes were: I wish that I could, you know, whatever I desired monetarily, I just put my hand in my pocket, and boom, have the money for it. Nowadays, it'd be like a black card or whatever that I never had to pay, but I just pulled my hand in it. You need. boom put my hand in my pocket here's $487 or a $500 bill or whatever but anyway be able to get whatever I want I don't need a hoard of money I just want what I want when I want it yeah and then (laughs) I wanted all of the knowledge in the world I wanted to know everything because you know I guess that tree (laughs) me and Eve (laughs) me and Eve got a lot more in common 
But uh, and then the third wish I would just give away to some unfortunate person who needed a wish or whatever. I don't know. Just give my wish away to whoever's next in line for a worthy wish, I guess. And then you can parlay that because if I have all the knowledge and I'm able to obtain any good or service that I want by reaching my hand in my pocket, I mean, you literally can have everything if you have the knowledge and you can make whatever you need or sustain or whatever. I mean, I think I'd be pretty content. I like it. I couldn't tell you what my three wishes are because they change daily. See? Yeah. Well, my, my brother would always wish for like all the riches and something else. Probably, I don't know, maybe knowledge. And then always another three wishes. Like always the greedy. He's a Leo. Oh. <laughs> that says it all right there. Him. But no, there was always like, yeah, I want another three wishes. All right, fine. <laughs> monkey paw that sucker up. I think that that was my monkey paw padding was giving away the third wish. <laughs> so that way it can come back to bite me in the butt. Sure. So, you know, um, was that the end of the question for myself, I think, or just why? <laughs> I think you were just... <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we had talked some different things in the past. We've talked about how living these lifestyles made a difference and I think I've had an excellent cover like my middle of my Venn diagram would be my hair dressing because mm-hmm. I've done it longer than anything 35 years I started when I was 20 and I'm now 55 so um 35 you're, years you're what I know I'm I am double nickels I don't have to worry about that saying anymore nobody's gonna know what nickels are <laughs> after the pandemic's over so it won't matter <laughs> but yeah my son is pretty accurate probably not gonna live to be 110 but just because he is such a jerk face i'm gonna be cryogenically frozen and he's gonna have to maintain that so if i ever get super wealthy y'all <laughs> we're gonna make him the benefactor of the cryogenically frozen thing. but anyway my my Venn diagram is, you know, the hair, even though God is the center of the Christian, but as far as the, when we're talking about going Your together, friends group. Yeah, my friends group. Probably more people from being a hairstylist, which also gave me the ability to dress or do, like, if I come to work in a dog collar, nobody questions it. No, it's just fashion, you know, in the guise of fashion, I've been able to, you know, move pretty freely, you know, whether have you ever worn a collar, though, out um, yeah, while doing hair, mm-hmm. like a big dog collar? Yeah, with a loop and everything, like really? my regular collar. Oh, wow. Have you not? Yeah, I have regular pictures of me <laughs> just like every day where I have the. It's not like the dog collar is legit, uh, you know, hook, round circle. Yeah, that BDSM somebody had made for you. Collar or bought or whatever. Yeah, leather collar with a BDSM thing, which we'll show, you know, who knows. We'll, <laughs> we'll put some of these pictures on the website. On our Facebook page. Yeah, on our Facebook page. Like Well. That. But out. Yes, I've worn like that to work. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. With boots. Like, a lot of boots. 
The only time I've ever really worn my collar out is if I'm going to a party or going to a function. Which is so funny. I never have worn it out. But um, but see, that's the great thing at, with having the creative profession. People just look at it like it's, yeah. fe- you know, fetish fashion. Uh, I worked in finance for 20 years and, There's you know, no that, that stuff doesn't happen. No, not at all. But now I have all the creative freedom I want because I'm a stay-at-home mom and grandmother and my husband slash daddy Dom just takes care of me. One of the perks of our dynamic and our lifestyle. Isn't that great? It is. It's awesome. See, that's pretty, that's pretty groovy. All right. Well, you've got to know us. Let's get to know you. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Send us a question at uh, gabandgirltime at gmail.com. Yeah, tell or us. Or ask us a question on our Facebook page. Definitely. Or Twitter page. Or, yeah, tweet us, email us, do you have us. Um, do you have an Instagram there, Gail? Gabandgailtime on Instagram. I love that. Because, <laughs> you know, why not? <laughs> My Instagram, I have a couple actually, but you can either find me under my performer page, Brady Von Beaverhausen, or my personal page at Bruce Tonsils. There you go. Nice. Yeah. So thank you for listening. We really appreciate you. This will get better. (laughs) You know, thanks for being our first. It's always awkward. It's always a little uncomfortable, you know, and be cool to each other. Be kind to one another. Definitely be kind. Kindness. Practice the law of kindness. And thank you for watching Gabin Girl Time. We're just listening, but that's cool. Girl Time. Something else while you're listening to us. 